0: Boys, huh? <laughs> we go out to talk a little bit about soccer.
1: Though. Uh we'll do whatever you want to, Kenny. <laughs> it's all you, baby. It's all you. Yeah, I love it when you're here, bro. Hey, one, two, three. It's Tales from a Gemini's BT, and man, when we are together, we make magic. I got the man, yeah, the yeah. myth, the legend, the Navy SEAL himself, my training buddy, my man, my man, Mr. Kenny.
0: Big B. Hey, man, I was looking back on uh, previous episodes, man, and encounters with you, man, I had some ashy-ass hands. <laughs> <laughs> we had to get that shit right, bro. That's on you. That's it on you, is. bro. It is. You know why? Why? You know, you know, obviously being a black Navy SEAL, black man, you know, I'm coming out the water. We ain't supposed to be in the water, man. And you get ashy. That's why, that's really why we, they think we can't swim, we can swim, bro. We just scared of getting ashy. <laughs> hey, cause black people will not let you forget when you was ashy. You know it was ashy, the back part of my heel. But you know you done fucked up when the back part of your heel ashy. You. They go talk, boy. Well, you lighter skin than me. Look at me, I look like I've been
1: fixing cars. <laughs> <laughs> you can't. I do, man. My
0: hands are all you know, all dry and Dang crackly. Stop, bro. Like, hey, man, that transmission 700. <laughs> 700. Them Details from the crib, hands, right, bro. So, so, you, but you? but you, I, I've been good, bro. You say you, you say you've been enjoying some soccer on TV, though.
1: Watch World Cup, man. Right before we came on, <laughs> right before we came on, talking about the USA of soccer, and we talked about Pulisic. He didn't know his name, and he goes, "Man, our oh, homie look like a little bitch." <laughs> he hey, goes, man, he needing the stomach.
0: He scored that goal, though. He, he sacrificed. He, he scored the goal, bro. He looked like he died on a military crusade. He slid in, got bam! I saw he got kneed in the nuts. He didn't even get hit in the nuts. He got hit in the abdominals, man. Then I saw another soccer player. I guess a cleat scraped the back of his uh, Achilles. This motherfucker screamed. He was screaming like he got hit by a gunshot. He said, ah, ah, ah. He was pulling his hair. I said, man, his Achilles must have snapped. About 15 seconds later, man, he realized they were gonna give him the foul. Nigga popped up. <laughs> I said, Man, these motherfuckers, I say, man, I looked at my homeboy, I said, man, these motherfuckers can't do no combat sports, bro. Getting kneed and fucked up is normal, cuz you fish flopping and yelling and screaming, bro. You come on, man. Nah, but but it was entertaining though, bro. That dude was really yelling like he got shot. He's like, hi, hi, hi. he looked at these look, you know how little kids when they get hurt, they yeah. look at you. Yeah. They said, please, they look at you, they look, at you, they look at you first. Like, yeah. And if you're not good, that's why when I'm teaching martial arts class, I ain't gonna lie, bro. Little kids say, BAM! He look at me. I'm like, like, You good? I was like, You can cry, bro, but you're gonna keep working on it. keep grinding. Because they look at you, and if you like, And then I, I had another person, oh, look. he said, eh. uh, I said, Hey, nah, I say, hey, bro, look at me, look at me, look at me. Nah, nah, nigga. Get up. He said, eh. Okay. That soccer player, He's like, ah, ah, ah. He looked at the ref. Ah, ah, ref them like. Yeah. He said, like, ah. I said, come on, man. They try. Is that how the game goes, man? Tell me about the game, bro. I mean, you know what?
1: Honestly, true story. Like, I go into the gym. Yeah. I go to the racquetball court. Yeah. And I kick the ball around. I kick the ball around so much I'm by myself on the racquetball court. Yeah. This Nigerian dude came in, he goes, How long you been playing? After we played, and I go, I never played before. He goes, No. <laughs> Seriously. I mean, he was like, you've never played the game? I go, no. I, I just kick it. And he goes, you are
0: good, my friend. Man. And
1: then and then uh, this Mexican dude came in. We yeah. kicked the ball around. Yeah. He said the same thing. So, man, I mean, uh, but that's inside there, though. I mean, you give me a full court, and then I think that, you know, full, but full pitch. You go, ooh. Yeah, yeah. But I mean, but yeah, in there, yeah, yeah. All, I ain't gonna a, lie.
0: You a beast. I'm bro. all right.
1: I mean, I'm okay for somebody who never played. I'm okay. But then again, no, I never played an organized sport. I never fed. been, uh, you know, that, on the full pitch and be like, having I to fed. chase somebody down and get, you
0: know. Hey man, they run. How long are the? I, I was looking at the times. How long are the the, the quarters or the halves?
1: Forty five minutes, and then uh, and then you have um um uh, extended time, uh, uh, extra time, extra time.
0: Yeah, that, that, them dudes be sprinting. For forty five minutes, They'd they be dead they, ass sprinting. They
1: ran at least like three, at least three miles. Shh, yeah, sprinting though. At least they're at not least. jogging. Them. I mean, I'm people sprinting. talk shit about him, but man, when you watch the, it was Croatia. Uh, no, it was uh, no, yeah, I think it was Croatia and and Belgium, and they were on the ground and they were just, uh, when the dude from Belgium, the big black dude from Belgium, he was yeah. crying because he didn't score. He yeah. had all that trophies in the world. That's when you realize, man, how tough that sport is. Hey,
0: bro. Hey, bro, that sport was actually, I was like, oh, this is exciting. Yeah, man. When I they mean, score that goal, it, bro, yeah. I mean, I was yelling, ah! <laughs> oh, let me calm down, bro. I'm supposed to be cool in this world. You know, But it was exciting when they actually do score, bro. It, it, yeah. I, I love the sport. And and it's once every four
1: years. It's like the Olympics of soccer in a way. Ah, I see Wait, once every four years. How can't you not get behind your country once yeah. every four years? So the whole world comes. They party. They celebrate. And it almost goes into what we're talking about, yeah. and that's in performing when you're not at your best yeah yeah and we yeah. and we talk and we talk about that and i think me and you both have done sports and i'm sure we've never been i mean they had those times where you're like shit i don't know if i can get through this Boy. and you do Boy. and that and it was funny because you talked. we talked about this yesterday yeah i said we're we going talk about and i said okay and then i happened to get sick and I wasn't feeling well, but I went to the gym anyway, yeah. and I, I knew how to, to make myself better. I went to the gym anyway. I did the cycling, and then I and then I did a little I, ab work, and then I went and did the, the sauna. And yeah. I was like trying to find that, that mental. So how is it that you can perform your best when you're not feeling your best?
0: So, yeah, you got to, especially when you're doing a job like uh, being in the Special Forces yeah. or an elite athlete or even just an everyday person. So you got... Kids at home, right? You're not feeling good. You got yeah. you got stuff on the line, or you got a business. You got to execute. There's nobody for your spot. What I like to say, you got to have your your best performance on your worst day. Yes. Um, and uh, so they have those new new commercials out called Mayhem. Mayhem Miller. You know those new. Yes. Insurance yeah, yeah, commercials? yeah. I love Mayhem. Yes. Yeah. He'd yeah. Be, uh, wrecking your cars yeah. and stuff. And uh, a long time ago, we had something way before Mayhem. We had some called Murphy. Okay, so it's called Murphy's Law. Anything can and will go wrong at the worst possible time. Right. Anything. Oh, that's that preceded uh, mayhem. Yeah. Yeah, they recreated the military's Murphy dog. Yeah. So anything can and will go wrong at the worst possible time, and that's how life goes. Right. Right. So that being said, um, you have to have peak performance on the very wor- on your very worst day. So that's what I call peak performance under pressure. And I'll give you about five. Five ways that we can cover. There's more, but maybe we'll cover four or five methodologies or mindsets that can give you immediate results, like as in right now, not two minutes from now. That'll let you have peak performance, have your best performance on the worst day.
1: Okay. Yeah, please tell me. Because, I mean, I think this really (laughs) resonates for uh, your everyday people. Because it's not just sports. I mean, I look at the realms of sports. I was looking at, like, uh, we talked about this. Uh, Jordan Burroughs had a broken ankle and won a world championship on a broken ankle. Had um, um, uh, Spencer Lee... He had uh, both his ACLs were gone and wow. he he won the NCAA title in wrestling. Wow. It was it was ACL gone. You know, he could have easily packed it in but he didn't. So yeah, I man, and we you know we're talking Michael Jordan flu yeah. game. That's nothing yeah. compared to those guys, but yeah. how do you do how do you get your peak performance uh, at your lowest time
0: like that? One thing that you can immediately do which we may have talked about before but we'll talk about it a little bit more in depth is uh, breathing. Breathing is the primary thing that can change your neurophysiology, okay. your, your perspective, it can literally change your biochemistry. So you're not in the same state as you were before. So what you have to do is immediately change your state, your state of mind and your state of body. The circumstance has not changed, but you can change you. So what is a state? If we talk about a state, you know, if you're at a funeral, you're in a sad state. Right. Um, if you're uh, at a birthday party, you're in a happy state. But what is a state, right? Um, it's not just emotions. Those emotions are fueled by hormones and neural hormones. It's, a, it's essentially a hormone flood in your body. That's what state of mind you're in. So okay. the, the, the psychological state of mind you're in is cueing your your neurophysiology neurophysi- to release certain hormones dopamine serotonin which yeah. we talked about yes. in, in previous episodes so yeah. when you have those hormones then you get into a certain state you might release adrenaline right so now you you hiking and the motherfucker, you're <laughs> ready yeah. to go right right right, you, right. like motherfucker hear some drums boom, you hit another state immediately right you know so um uh that being said In order to have peak performance under pressure, you have to be immediately able to control and redirect your state. And breathing, immediately, you have two sides to the nervous system. People think there's just one side. So you have a left and right hemisphere to the brain. You have two sides to the nervous system. People think maybe there's just one. You have sympathetic and parasympathetic. Okay. So the sympathetic side is to handle stress, and the parasympathetic side is to handle rest and recovery. Okay. Now, when you start breathing, um, there's it's called combat breathing, recovery breaths. You know the colloquialisms. If you get upset, do what? Take a deep take breath. Take a deep breath. Yeah. You know, count to ten. Take a deep breath. Uh, Kung Fu movies, you get hit in the stomach. <sighs> you do that little breath. You know what I'm saying? You see a a, a real fine chick. You're like. Ooh, let me calm down because I might jump out there and grab all something. I shouldn't be doing that. You feel me, right? Let me quit looking looking. Oh my bad. Yeah, let me take a breath and just look into her eyes. You feel me? So we got we gotta we gotta take that breath to reset the nervous system. So on the parasympathetic side, you're gonna have uh, epinephrine, and neuroepinephrine, That's adrenaline. Okay, and that's adrenaline in your in your bloodstream and the 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 neural hormone. So it's released on those two levels. Now that's really good but there's only so long that you could stay at that peak state of emergency the body's meant to do that in burst and you're reacting when you're in that state whenever you're reacting say we're relating that to a sport like we talked about yeah. um whenever you're reacting you're on defense whenever you're reacting you're being controlled so as soon as you breathe it a couple of things that it does in the in the mind what it does is your mind, as soon as you get stressed and go into the sympathetic side of the nervous system, shuts down the frontal cerebral lobe, the okay. thinking part of the mind. That's really smart, but it's too slow to deal with immediate emergencies. Okay. So if somebody's shooting guns at you, BT, and we're in the car, we're riding like this, right? We're in the hood, and a drive-by happens. Somebody drives by, I'm not going to be like well, it looks like the bullets are traveling at approximately this speed, and I think that might facilitate in our deaths, and then people will be reading our eulogy. Therefore, I believe that you might need to lower your head in a very <laughs> expedited fashion. I'm not going to say that. I'm like, get down, motherfucker. You feel me? You follow what I'm saying? So the brain is doing that too. It's like, bro, I ain't got time to be thinking about all this shit. Yeah. I just need to say some 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 fast, short shit that gets the... the, the the job done. Now, okay. as, as a matter of fact, here's something real interesting, and we'll get back to changing the state of mind. Um, primates, when they they had different short bursts of words okay. for like an animal on the ground, like a snake or a, a snake, an, uh, an animal on a tree that's a threat, an animal on the ground that's a threat, and there's different neural circuits that those words were were cued into your primal brain. Okay, right. So if there was an animal on the ground, they had one short burst word. And if there was an animal in a tree, you had another short burst. So we have a similar similar neuropathology, and that's where cuss words come from. Really? So so that's why when you see uh, a motherfucker with a gun, you're like, fuck, get down. That fuck is that short neural circuit cuss word. And that's why you cuss with real short bursts. So when you get under pressure, you speak in real short bursts. You don't talk real long and drawn out because that won't work in the heat of battle for survivability. So, so what I'm saying is that's why your brain shuts down the frontal cerebral lobe. So instead of saying all that complicated jargon, mm-hmm. right? It goes, fuck, get down. You follow me? Yeah. Oh shit, get down, right? Yeah, yeah. So what that does is the problem is though, that's a reaction. Okay. So now you're if you're in sports, you're on defense because you're reacting to they're controlling you. Right. So in life, you're being controlled. But as soon as you breathe, That starts to move you from the sympathetic emergency response back into the parasympathetic and it starts to wake up the frontal cerebral lobe. Now, what that does is allow you to respond instead of react. So the difference between reacting and responding, reacting means the thing is happening to you and then you're just having a knee jerk action, response is, the mind is a predictability machine and it's looking into the future and saying, what can I do to take control of the scenario and redirect it to my end game? So as soon as you start breathing deeply like that, you come out of the primal brain, the amygdala, and then it starts to wake up the frontal cerebral lobe and you go from being controlled or being on defense to being in control and getting on offense in life. That's one way you can immediately start to change to have peak performance under pressure so that you get in control and on offense in life.
1: Okay, so okay, so let's just say like uh, you have to, let's uh, say for instance, for me, say I'm feeling like just purity shit, I got, but I got to perform. Yep. Oh my God, I feel terrible. Yep. And I've and I had this before, where you're feeling bad, and as soon as you get on stage, it, it all goes away. Yep. And why is that?
0: Yep. It was a, it was a, it was a change in your state, and that's what we're talking about. Okay. So, and then just like we talked about, um, you you may have been breathing different. There's things you do subconsciously, and they've shown that, for instance, people that are smokers, right? Mm-hmm. Well, one reason they like smoking is because what are they doing? And that's immediately changing the neural hormones and the hormones in your bloodstream and in your neurology. And now immediately you feel different. Now immediately your perspective is different. Now immediately you're responding different to the circumstance. Your circumstance wasn't different before before you went on stage, but you put yourself in a different state, either consciously or subconsciously. And one of those that you can do is through breathing. So that's one way that you can do that.
1: Now, I've had situations to where... Uh, I guess it's not performance where something happened so quick it was such a stimuli that I didn't didn't, can't even get a cuss word out it was like (laughs) I mean it really was a it really was a you know so what happens there what happens there and and the response because it was what happened was I was driving it was at night and there was a deer it came out in front of me (laughs) and I didn't even get a shit out I was just like and that's it and I was like I couldn't even get a shit out I was like and that's it.
0: Yep, that's the fight or flight response. So your body went into the sympathetic nervous system, and we were not apex predators. So when you were an apex predator, man, you, ah, I'm going attack that motherfucker. Bitch, get out of my way, right? Yeah. But when you're not apex predator, and T-Rex say, hey, motherfucker, you're like, if I freeze, he won't notice. <laughs> and so that's us. You, know, you see a rabbit. Yeah. Motherfucker, as soon as you, it sees you, gonna goes, like, hey, little nose, the nose still be twitching. They be trying. Little nose still be twitching, but you be trying to be still, right? And if you take another step, he'll run. So because we weren't apex predators, we freeze first. Okay. And as fighters, as good as you are, you still have that response. It's just, it's just mitigated. It's just very small. So you see a threat, you pause, and we call that in the tactical world the reactionary time gap, right? So you're processing what that is. You gotta take a second to process that, but that that reactionary time gap, you get better at processing that. So you still have a freeze response of, of prey. And then you start to take action. So we're trying to lessen that. And that's why you froze like that, just like, oh, shit. But you didn't say it. Yeah. You just froze. It, was, yeah. it
1: happened so quick. It yeah. was just, yeah. I mean, nothing nothing came out. And yeah. I, even yeah. I was like, I didn't say shit. It happened so quick. I didn't get a chance to say shit. Yeah.
0: It doesn't matter who you are. You're the baddest motherfucker on the planet. You have a slight freeze response, and then you take action. Because we weren't apex predators. We freeze so that we're unnoticed. So it's, it's like they say, like, uh, so motion is the first thing your eye detects. So now we're starting to go down the rabbit hole, of the tactical... Um, and, and the phys- physiology of the tactical side. Right. So motion is the first thing it detects, the eye, in order of, of operation. So if I freeze, the eye tends not to pick you up. <laughs> so, so in a survivability sense, the reason why you froze, like, you're like, danger, freeze. That's why your body did that. And then you're like, shit, turn the wheel. It yeah. wakes back up in that order. We're trying to mitigate that, ju- that fight or flight response and get to action. That's what I'm saying. You are reacting as, as prey in that moment. And that makes you shitty because you're like, fuck! I reacted like prey subconsciously. You're like, I gotta get to action. So you you start to mitigate that breathing, different things take you from being the prey into being the predator, where you're on offense and you're taking control of your life.
1: So I should get like start what deep breathing? I mean, so I mean, it's like if something happens if I'm not feeling my best, like I said, I had a cold, whatever. Yep, yep. Not feeling my best. How do I get to that state
0: where I can perform? All right, so we did breathing, and there's different types of breathing. So maybe I want to be calm because I'm— So say I have a fighter that goes out, right? And this fighter, he's just too hype. Oh, shit, coach, you ready? You ready? Hey, man. Yeah, breathe, right? Then I got one one guy, he just like this. He sound like droopy. He over there. I said, you ready? You know hey, what, coach? <laughs> I think I'm good. I, hey, bro, you got to get, breathe like it. <laughs> but he need to turn his system up. So, the, so the, the faster breathing, the, the hyperventilation breath, tells your body, it cues your body, which segway, segues into our, our next um, peak performance tool. It cues the body, which cues the mind, hey, we're about to turn up, so Or you might move your body like this Sir. So that's, when you move your body, your body directs the mind and the mind directs the body. That's the vagal nerve and the vagal reaction. So the second peak performance tool under pressure is how you move your physiology. Because your mind might be down. You might not be able to talk yourself into a good day. Right? Really. So you might be like, all right, homie, I'm like, on, I'm I'm uh. it, it ain't working. Yesterday, yeah, like yesterday. It's one of them days you go, you know what? It's just, I'm gonna ride this day out. So then what'd you say you did after that though? You, what'd you day when you, you said you were feeling down and you went and did what?
1: Well, yesterday, you I mean when I went to the gym? There you go. So you, you physically went and did something.
0: Yeah, physically, yeah. I got now, to move. I got to move. Now check this out. So what happens is you have the vagal nerve and the vagal reaction, or the vagus nerve and the vagus reaction. Yeah. So that's a nerve that runs from the base of your brain to the bottom of your thorax. And what it does is syncopates. It, it sinks the mind and the body. Okay. So they, they have a Korean word, I mean, you, you train uh, Taekwondo or something, it's called Shimshin Surayong, training of the mind, body, and soul. It's long been known that those two are linked, but this is not yeah. on a mystical level, this is on a scientific level that, with words that brothers shouldn't be using. <laughs> Shit's illegal for me to be saying right now. So I didn't say this shit, right? Brothers can't be using these words. I go to the hood, they be like, you did not say that. We, we will, right? You're not representing correctly, right? So <clears throat> um, the vagal nerve and vagal reaction, syncopate that. So my brain is like, we ain't performing today, homie, no matter what. So then you start to move your body. You change your breath. And then the vagal nerve and vagal reaction is a two-way street. So I started moving my body with power and with energy and guess what the mind does? It goes, well shit, nigga, we powerful and we got, full, we full of energy and we got power, we courageous. It just starts to follow, it can't help it. It can work in a bad way too. So if you keep acting down and just, so when, you, when you wake up in the morning, First thing you do if you sag your shoulders, okay, you're going to start to preempt a bad day. Yes. But if you get Mm -hmm. up, start to breathe and move, so that's the power of martial arts, so like a yoga, right? Yes. That's that's exactly what it's doing. So in martial arts, you start your form, what's that, the ready stance. It's taking your body and telling your brain, hey, we ready, Yeah. right? And then boom, you have a fighting stance, yoga. You start to move big and powerful and open. That's telling your mind, hey, we're open, we're powerful, we're strong, we're ready, whether you're ready or not. So what martial arts is really teaching you is how to change states at a drop of a dime. Because I could be the best motherfucker in the world, but if if I'm feeling like a bitch that day, I'm going to get my ass whooped. But now what if, though, and I've seen it
1: before, some people just get, I mean, they... Approach a fight. I mean, if we're gonna talk athletic wise, yep. approach a fight different. Some people that's their way. Of, that's the operandi moda. is it's just kind of like okay, I'm
0: chill. That's how I am.
1: Yeah, I mean, they're just chill. You know, so do you do you mess with that their state? If that if that works for them, or do you go, hey man, we had to turn up. You go, hey man, this is how I am.
0: So so I was backstage one time, and and what it depends on. These are tools. These are not end games. These are concepts and tools for your end game. Yeah, I'm already. Hype man, you know, right? I'm, I'm cocaine a hell of a drug. <laughs> you, you feel me? I'm already cracked out, homie. So I need to level down. Yes, you do. And then, right. No, yes, you, you do. You can't say shit. No, man, no. <laughs> you call,
1: he called me. No, you called me on that Saturday to talk yeah. about doing the fact. I go, yeah, man, I'm in. I'm in. And he tried to sell me this Wyatt for two hours. <laughs> I swear he goes, he goes, hey man, I'm on I'm on my way to do this, uh, to do this uh, uh, little thing in West Virginia. I say, hey, no problem, man. I'm with you, Kenny, I'm with you. And he proceeds to sell it, sell me on it for two straight hours to the point I was like, hey man, I'm hungry, bro.
0: I gotta go eat. <laughs> my stomach touching my yeah, back, I mean, dog. You know what I'm saying? So, <laughs> so yeah,
1: that's what it is. So yeah, yeah. So I mean, I, I I realize that it's breathing, but like I said, if that's how you get up, you're getting up is a calm state. It's like, okay, I gotta fight or whatever. Yeah, okay. Yep and this is how I get up. And I mean everybody's different, man. Some people, I mean me I'm more like a I got to do this. Right. And and my thing is I've always in uh, the last the last tournament, the last fight I had, I uh, I, I hyper I,
0: I had a hyperventilate yep. anxiety. Yep. So I was like, trip yep. should yep. breathe." In. That's what I'm saying. So, you got to find what works for you. Right. So, but what it comes down to again, peak performance under pressure. Having your best performance on the worst day is about controlling your state. It's really about controlling, not your emotions, one step further down the rabbit hole is your hormones, your hormonal state. So what, you might be feeling low and you need to elevate. The other person might already be cracked out. Right. They're, they're, they're over the top. They're going to blow their load. So now he needs to level down. So it's about tools that let you control your, your hormonal state, your emotional state, that's your physiological state.
1: Well, how, well, can you, can, well, can you tell the difference between emotions and...
0: And hormones—they're the well, same thing, but people just say they just say emotion. Really, emotion is hormone.
1: Okay, I was you, say, you
0: follow what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. I was just making sure. I was
1: just making sure because I mean, yep. it's like, if I'm going—is it my emotions or hormones? I, it's I, the same I would get thing. confused. Okay,
0: you follow what I'm saying? Okay, yeah. That's, that's exactly what I'm saying. Everybody says control your state. Like I'm, I'm in a sad state. Well, that's a that's a flood of biochemical hormones, and you you have to be able to control those hormones. You feel me?
1: We, we talk about that in acting class, where instead it, of state, we call it stasis. There you go. You change your stasis, and some you know something scene happens, and a word here, you have to change your stasis.
0: There you go. So now let's go to the third one, since we're talking about acting. So oh. method acting. So you you tell me, you 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 the pro of that method acting versus uh, different forms of acting. What's different about method acting? Well, method they like to put themselves in it, like
1: uh, people like uh, Daniel Day Lewis. They say, I mean, he, like, he actually took up boxing when he played the boxer. He, he took up boxing. Yeah. He got his nose broke, I think. I mean, but yeah, he Dang. he trained like a box. Yeah, he trained like a boxer. I mean, yeah. he really did it. Yeah. Uh, he takes the hits and uh, all his movies. He was like, I think there was one. I think he actually slept in a jail cell, and then uh, there was one. Uh, I think there will be blood. I think he actually slept in that town. Yep. In that little whatever. So yep. he likes to get into it. Like methodally, they, they say they really get into it. And sometimes sometimes they have to go uh, uh, clear their head off and go to a mental institution. I mean, honestly, yep. some people yep. get so into it that that's what happens That to might have it.
0: been what happened to the dude that played uh, the Joker on Batman.
1: There's a lot of different things that, that people say about that. Uh, but I remember uh, the dude that, uh, uh, he's a uh, martial artist. He's an actor. He played in, uh, Black Dynamite, that actor. Oh, yeah, yeah. Jai Jocko, Jai White. Yes. Yeah. He's a real deal. Yeah. He was saying how people were saying it. He goes, no, man. He goes, you know what? Bef- between takes, he was joking around. He was he was fine. Cool. Uh, yeah, yeah. So I mean, there's a lot to be said about that. I mean, I don't know the real thing, but he's 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 one of the few people. The only one I've seen that said, no, man, he was cool. He goes, Yeah, hey, he was joking around between takes. We talked, he was good. Everybody else said, man, and roll killed him. He goes, Man, I don't know. So oh, I'm no. like, I don't know.
0: Well, so for instance, I have some friends that were on the set with Denzel. Yeah. He does not come off out of character when he's when he's off the camera. Really? He stays in character. So when he was on training day, he'd be like, yo, Denzel. He'd be like, who you talking to? You see what I'm saying? Denzel ain't got shit on me. You feel yeah. me? Yeah. He stayed in that. So method acting... You you become the person in the way you move and also the way that you think inside. So I call that's inner dialogue. Yes. So however you control, you you don't imitate the person, you move how the person moves. You 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 speak inside your head how the person speaks. Yes. So inner dialogue. when you do that, you some some actors can change their state so strongly they are not the same person. But you have that capacity too. So method acting is doing what I'm talking about move differently, and next, control your inner dialogue differently, right? So when you control your inner dialogue, a- and the key way to control your inner dialogue is controlling the questions that you ask. So, ask
1: yourself. Yeah. Because yep. yep. I was going to say self-talk has to be part of it. That's why I was looking at last night. Go Because they talked about, uh, obviously it was teams, but it was like a lot of that had to do with self-talk yep. and going, okay, you know, I'm good. I, this one guy named Mark Hall who won the NCAA championship, he would just say, you know, Hey, I am good. I deserve to be here. Jesus loves me. And he just kept yeah, saying it yeah. over and over and over.
0: And, and and it just,
1: it stayed in his
0: head. So those are affirmations. If you're going to do affirmations, yeah. affirmation style, um, then they need to be present, positive, and personal. Uh-huh. What's that mean? Present. I am. Not I will be. Yes. I am now. Because your brain has to believe that this is the now. Right. Yeah, right. I am present. Positive. You can't say, I don't want to be a bitch. You got to say, I'm a gangster. You, can't, you feel me? Your brain like, I don't want to be a bitch. Is there a bitch in me? It, start, it starts going down the wrong way. You feel well, me? how
1: do you, that, that's a perfect example of what I do sometimes. I mean, I don't say that, yeah. but it's a perfect example. I hope not. Yeah, I know. <laughs> but,
0: but it's like, I, 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 sometimes I can't steal my
1: mind. Like sometimes yeah. it's like I, it wanders and it goes in this rabbit hole yeah. and I can't stop it sometimes.
0: Yep. So, and that's the reason why sometimes you have to use your body. And then that's in the practice of meditation, the mind always wanders. Everybody's mind wanders. You know what I'm saying? Like, we talking right now, and then like, dang, homie. Oh, yeah, we on this podcast, right? You yeah. see? So the mind, it, it it wonders. Now, if you berate yourself, it, it doesn't take effect. So in, in, met, in the practice of meditation, we just say just bring it back to the current moment. So all you do is bring it back. You don't berate yourself. Hey, man, it wandered over here. Let's get back on track. So uh, another peak performance tool on the pressure, which I wasn't even going to talk about this, is is spend most of the time on the solution. And only maybe ninety percent of the time on the solution, only ten percent of the time acknowledging the problem. So you have to acknowledge the problem. Okay. Some people don't want to acknowledge the problem. That yeah. will not give you peak performance. You'll you'll still be doing the wrong thing because you're not attacking the problem. Okay. But we don't want to spend the time on the on the problem. We want to spend the time on the solution. So when the mind wonders, we don't focus on damn why my mind keep wondering. Damn why damn we don't and we also don't keep wondering. We just go let's get back on track. So you just re- you simply redirect. It'll wander again. That's the natural human state it'll get back on track. The better you're able to do that, right, which will also lead us into our next objective or the next way to have peak performance under pressure, the the the, the quicker and more uh, concentration you have to get back on track because it'll wonder the more peak performance under pressure you'll have. So control your inner dialogue. So if you do affirmations, positive, present, I am a gangster, right? And uh, positive, present, and personal. You can't say, uh, well, Johnny said, I'll be again. You gotta say, I am, right? right. I am again. So if you're gonna do affirmations and those are cool, what what what's more impactful with inner dialogue is your questions. So uh say let's put our hands up like this and put your finger up in front of your hand and now notice the lines on your fingers. What do you notice about uh the lines on your fingers? Like mine is a little bit ashy still. So out that <laughs> pool. you feel me? Right, right. Okay, now notice the lines on your hands, right? Yeah, you, you notice the lines. So what I did, um now what do you notice that's different about the lines on your hands? You see anything? So put the finger in front of your and and, and keep that finger in front of your field of view. Mm-hmm. What what do you notice about the lines on your hands? Are they curved? Do they go straight? Throw the uh vertical. They're vertical. Oh horizontal horizontal, horizontal, horizontal horizontal, right? So now Notice subconsciously when you did that, when I asked you questions about the finger, the finger came into focus and the palm went blurry. Notice when I asked you about the palm, the finger went blurry and the palm came in. So whatever whatever questions you ask, your reality didn't change. Right. This didn't change. Yeah. But your focus of the reality changed based on the questions you asked. So. Inner dialogue affirmations are cool. Talk present, positive, and personal. Mm-hmm. Next thing, control your questions. Why is this happening to me? Why does this always happen? Say, why am I always losing? Say, how can I win? It's the same scenario. Which what came into focus? Losing or winning? You follow that? So now your inner dialogue in the method acting methodology acting. I, I am this person. Yeah. I am this gangster on training day. And how can I be a bigger, badder gangster? Yeah. So. Control your your present positive and personal speaking and then control your questions because that pulls into focus what you want out of the reality more than anything else. It's all there, good and bad, but it depends on how you ask the question. And how do you get to, uh, how do you ask good questions? You want to ask questions that propel you to your end game and empower you to your end game. That's the criteria. So if you want to ask, if you want to discover more about the hands, you don't ask questions about the motherfucking finger. (laughs) You feel me? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. If you want to know about the finger, you don't ask questions about the hand. Yeah. So you ask questions. The criteria is is it is it progressing me and empowering me to my end game? So it's a tool.
1: How can you get that? I mean, I mean, it's easy here, but when you're in real life, I yeah. mean, you know, you're out and about, you're at home, or, yeah. Yeah. or like, ah, oh, man, I don't feel good, but I got to do this, whatever, whatever. Yeah. How do you get to that space and how do you know to make yourself aware enough to go, hey, I need to ask good questions and I need to get to this point here? Like, how do you do that? Because like I said, it's easy here to talk about. It's so easy. But in real life, when you're like, I don't know, in line and and you're losing your shit because somebody won't order quick enough or or you got to get this done. And you ain't really feeling the best. You're tired. Your energy's gone. I mean, yeah, you yeah. you're 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 hangry.
0: Yeah, you know?
1: yeah, yeah. And that, which which is a real deal. So Not how do you how do you stay present enough to know that and answer you and ask
0: good questions? Uh, two things. I would I would kind of on a very broad stroke with a quick simple answer. Two things. One is you got practice. So just like just like your like comedy. Right? Yeah. There's a rough outline. You got to know that you. So, Dave Chappelle, those guys, they go to sets and practice before they go to the big stage. You don't just get up there and do a great show. Some, they say Chappelle does sometimes. So he can just walk in and do it, though. He's a man. But 99% of them, what they got to do, they got to go to small sets. And Dave shows up on small sets and lets them rip. And then before he gets on the big stage. So, you don't win the fight, you were a wrestler. You don't win the fight at the tournament. You won the fight in the gym. In practice. So, you got to practice. So how do you practice? You wake up, as soon as you wake up in the morning, you set the precedence for your day. Okay. You get as many senses involved as you can. You write down, you ask the questions. "I, I want my day to, I want to accomplish what? How do I accomplish X, Y, and Z? I am going to accomplish X, Y, and Z. You write those things down. You practice that. Then when you have small stressors, you practice it in an environment that you can control. So you have a small stressor, then where you can, it's not too big of a, you practice that mindfulness, right? Okay. So you practice it. Um, and that would be the 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 most major one. The second broad stroke thing to ask in that moment, is this helping me get what I want? So I'm hangry and I'm not thinking straight. Right. Am I getting what I want? Right? So so I ask him, ah! I'm like, all right, is that help? Are, are we moving towards what you want? No. Okay. So you want to keep doing that or not? Huh. You ask yourself that. Yeah. So you know, okay, well, I'm 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 being down and depressed. Uh, okay, here's a here's a really good question. Is this helping me get what I want? Is this helping me get? And a lot of times, training by definition is a change of behavior. And what uh, obviously we we would hope to have a change in behavior in a positive direction, right? So I want to change my behavior. So when you ask that question, a lot of times. Uh, the way that you can train people to become better is just to enlighten them. So when your brain becomes enlightened and says, this is not helping me get what I want, guess what your brain does? It starts to shift gears and starts to ask different questions. Well, how do I get what I want? So is this helping? I'm, I'm upset. I'm down. I'm pouty. Is that helping me get what I want? It's not. Well, well shit. Well, and your brain goes, well, what would help me get what I yeah. It starts that cycle. So it so it's changed the stasis. There you go. Both both psychologically, right. Physiologically, yeah. and neurophysiologically. So now you now you use now that's the vagal nerve vagal reaction in the inverse format. So now I asked a different question. Boom, that's gonna change my physiological state. Cause sometimes you can't get your body going. Yeah. Yes. Uh,
1: yeah. I mean, honestly, we can't, we you can't get it going. Like sometimes you just gotta go, you know what, today wins or whatever, or I'm just going to ride it out. It ain't really my day.
0: Yeah. And we'll start tomorrow. So that's like you said. You went to get on stage. Now, what you said, what is it when you get on stage and you're just able to perform? You probably subconsciously have a ritual of these things that I'm talking about and you don't even know it.
1: No, I probably don't. Because I mean, I've been doing it for so long. I know it's I mean, I've gone on stage plenty of times. I mean, I felt, I mean, felt physically felt like shit.
0: And I yeah. go, all right. Or, Yeah. You don't know how you do it, and you just do. So you have a pregame ritual. All, all great players do. Watch yeah. the baseball players. They, yeah. they circle the bat a certain way. They tap it. They're getting into a state. So what they've done, they've created a neural association. They go, when I do this process, when I breathe like this, when I tap this bat like this, when I dribble three times, if you watch Jordans and them, them guys talk to themselves, they'll dribble. When I dribble, that puts my body, hey, we're, we're about to do this. We're about to perform at peak performance. I don't care what you feel like, what happened a second ago, when I dribble three times and bend my knees like this line, roll the ball back, and then take a breath. Have you seen people do that at the line, playing basketball? They go bang, bang, bang. free throws. And then they breathe. So they have a physiological ritual, which is the vagal nerve, vagal reaction, which says, hey, we're about to have peak performance right now. Then they take a breath and also notice what they do. They talk to themselves. They'll be like, yeah. You'll see them talking. Yes, yes. They'll move their body a certain way. They'll take a breath, and then they shoot that ball. So you see, they have. you probably have a ritual that lets you, and you're doing that on a multi-tiered level. So the other thing we want to do is stack these tools, right? So I also want to focus, we talked about another one, focus 90% on the solution. Yes, okay. So acknowledge the problem, and now ask yourself, instead of why is this problem here, ask, how can I create the solution? How can I get so I acknowledge it? What is the problem? There it is, and now the next thing to control your inner dialogue is to how can I get to the solution? And you just put ninety percent of your energy there. Uh, uh, give an example,
1: like for you, for for you, maybe that happened to you yep. where you had, you felt like you had to do that.
0: Uh, I'll I'll create one because it, it's hard to to look back, but say um, say I'm I'm losing a fight. Like, why is this motherfucker beat my ass? Yeah. Right? This <laughs> motherfucker, bam, bam, he keeps hitting me. Yeah, yeah. So It's like, why am I keep getting? Okay, I'm get. I can say, I'm getting hit. What's happening? I'm getting hit. I can ask, why am I getting hit? Or I can say, where's the opening? Where's the opening? Where's the opening? So I tell my students, I said, don't, don't, don't look for the shots he's throwing at you. Look for the opening. So in life, don't look at the shit that's hitting. You gotta acknowledge, okay, that hit me. I don't want to keep looking at what's hit me. I want to look for the opening. That's a whole different mindset. You feel what I'm saying? Yes, yes, yes. Yeah, I mean. So that's the solution. You got to find the opening, even though the shots are coming at you. Yes. So quit spending time looking at the shot. Acknowledge the shots. He's throwing that jab. Well, how can I counter that jab? You see? Yeah. That's normal.
1: No, I see that. I mean, it's like, and I always hate to apply it to sports because, I mean, I I relate to sports so much and I use sports as a metaphor for life for me. But at the same time, Yes, I mean when you said that, I just remember wrestling and this dude was whooping my ass. And I was like, and I was like, what the fuck is he doing? And, yeah, I, yeah. and then I figured, oh, okay, this is what and it's weird, but it's like, okay, this is what he's doing. Now, when I get up from this and uh stop him from doing this, then that's his ass. There you and go. that's what happened. There you but go. yeah, but for a while I was like, what the fuck is he doing? There you and go. then when I realized that's what he's doing, was like ah There you go. So it's it's beautiful to step out of it. If you have that presence of mind to step out of that stasis and look at, like, this is what's going on. How do I change it? And then, but I love that. But like I said, it's only a sporting, analogy, but then you apply it to life. That's life. And that's where I have the trouble is, yep. is just regular life. Like, how do I apply it to life? And like I said, like uh, the other day, like, man, it was just one of them days. I was like, God damn. I, like, man, yeah. I just felt like just everything was dragging. Yep. It's like, yep. Yep. okay, I'm here. You know, I'm at the gym. Okay, yeah. I'm here. Yeah, And it's like, okay. Uh, I, you know, I, like I I wrote what I wanted to accomplish for the day. Like, yeah. and okay, I did it, but it didn't feel like it was like a ha, ah, but I did you it. Know.
0: Yeah. So, yeah. you know. Your body, sometimes your body's down. Sometimes your mind's down. That's where you got to stack your tools. You see what I'm saying? So you can't just have one tool because that that tool will be down today. Or five tools may be online. You might be running on E, baby, but you're still, but you're still running. That's the reality. You're not at a dead standstill. Because you stacked your tools and you layered them, you still have a methodology to overcome the four tools that fail, the contingency plan.
1: Okay. So, uh, and that, speaking of which, okay, like I accomplished them, didn't have a, didn't have a, uh, you know, wasn't like, ah, I was like, ah, yeah. I, I did it, but I was feeling yeah. draggy. What do you think about people who cheat? I, I call it cheating maybe, but maybe yeah. not because, yeah. I mean, everybody's body different, but, but with, with, with through medication. I mean, through through pills or whatever. Not necessarily not necessarily illegal, yep. but like sometimes, like for instance, last night, like I said, it was dragging ass. So I stopped in. Normally, I, I get a, a energy drink, which yeah. is bad, so bad yeah. for you. Yeah. But I said, you know what? I'm gonna go with water. Water. People don't realize if you drink enough water over time, it gives you energy. Over time, it does. But if you need a quick fix, it's so easy to get energetic for a quick fix, and boom, you're you're in. Yeah. But what I did was I played the long game, and I got a and I got a couple big waters, and I went to acting class, and I was like, I was good, I was energetic. Nice. But yeah, yeah but it took a while. Yeah, it took a yeah. while. So if I want that quick fix, I'll get a. Uh, if I'm on my bike, I get a, a Red Bull and maybe get three or four gulps. Boom, I'm good, and I'm good. But that crash from that, brings me down. So. Like, what do you think of people who like say, you know, take dopamine and take it in pill form or whatever to get that level instead of doing it naturally, instead oh. of the breathing method and 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 all that other stuff? Like, you, you know, which is great by by the way. I just looked at it and some some people. Like I, said, I think it's cheating. Sometimes they're like, "Hey, I'll take the dopamine to give me that extra buzz," or this or this or that. Yeah. Or sometimes I'll I'm, I'll be honest. Sometimes I'll take a diet pill because yeah. it's got that stimulus yeah. that I like, and yeah. I just love that that feeling of high for the for the for that brief period. Well, of time. I
0: don't think it's necessarily bad. What what I what I would say is is stack them on top of all your natural capacity. So essentially, um, and again, what you're still changing is your hormones. So right. as soon as you eat that then your, your insulin jumps up and then and you have a hormonal change. So all you're really trying to do at the end of the day is somehow affect or impact your hormones. So mm-hmm. I would say start with all your natural capacities and then progress into healthy solutions. So what do I mean? Try your breathing, try your physiology. But then another thing is, is your nutrition, right? If, yes. A drug is something that changes your state. That's what a, d- a drug is defined as, yes. right? Well, yeah. what is a state? When you eat it, it changes your hormonal impact, your hormonal stasis, yeah. right? Yeah. So now I change my nutrition. So then I i do all those things. I get my nutrition right. And then, okay, then maybe some people do coffee. That's really going to change your state. always. But I would stack them from the most natural and then go to eight. I would stack them in that order of probability and then don't do something that you have to become dependent on because what if it's not there?
1: Well, I mean, which I think brings us to a perfect point, especially do what I do, and sometimes entertainers, uh, comedians, were like, let's just say, you know, people um, they feel like they have to have a drink before they go on stage. So people yeah. maybe they feel like they have to do a drug, yeah. and and one of the worst things for them, I, I feel that if you do a drug and then go on stage and have a good set, then you feel like you have to you have to need it. Like sometimes I felt like for a while I had to have a red bull if I went on stage, and I go. Man, no, I mean, I, I just felt like that would give me that little um that little yep. you know pump up. Yep. But that natural being on stage is 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 gonna carry me through. But sometimes I would cheat and get red bulls, felt like I had to take red bulls, and I was like, this is bad for me.
0: Uh like I said, at is it sustainable for your body? So so here's the question on which which thing you use to assist you, right? Right. Is it sustainable for the health of your body? So say you 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 do mm-hmm. drink alcohol. I'm a sailor. I have a swig, right? right? Okay, cool, right? But if I use that solution every single time to get myself in a certain state, that's going to damage other areas of my body and it's going to out, the pros and cons won't outweigh. Yeah. So I want to find solutions that are sustainable for the progression of my body. So it's not necessarily cheating if it's sustainable for the progression of your body and for your health and your longevity. So find those methodologies first and then find one that that you don't have to be totally dependent on. Because food is a drug. Right? Then some people abuse the food as a drug. Yeah, we can see that here. Oh, my God. There's
1: an abuser. There's an abuser. Yeah. I never
0: fucking (laughs) breakdance without breakdance. But uh, so anyway, one more, one more for today. And the last one is objectivization. Objectivize. So what's that mean? So now I'm going to set a series of logistic goals that have nothing to do with my emotions. So I'm going to take one more step. I'm gonna hit mile marker one. You probably do that when you're biking. I'm gonna hit this point. And then when I turn around, I'll do that. That's objectivizing. What that does, when you hit markers that have that are logistic, mm-hmm. that 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 mitigates or minimizes your fears and concerns and maximizes your perspective and orients your perspective and your inner resources. So that's resourcefulness. So when you're able to use your hormones in the way that you want. To empower you and propel you to your goal—that's what we call resilience and resourcefulness. That's what that word really comes down to in a human being. Yeah. So the, the the situation is is bad, but I know how to garnish and consolidate my state of mind, my state of body, and my neurophysiological state, my hormones. To do what I need to do to perform. When you start to, and that's what martial arts is, that's what yoga is, that's what meditation, that's what you're practicing. Yeah, is how to manage that hormonal state in line with your objectives. And if you can set goals that are logistic, so you'll have this the fear, right? And then you'll say, okay, well, I'm scared that I might fall down. Okay, well, we can we can address that concern when I get to this objective, mile one. I'll take one more step. Well, I'm tired. I'm I'm tired. That I'm gonna get exhausted. Okay. I'll, I'll address that after one more step. I'm going to take 10 more steps and then I'll address that. And then when you get to that, I'll take 10 more steps. When I get to this ridge, I'll... So when you objectivize, that minimizes your concerns and fears. They're not gone. They, they minimize. And it maximizes your perception and your orientation.
1: Okay.
0: And the, the, the internal resources of your hormones towards your, toward your goal. Wow. Wow. Is
1: that why? And I, I mean it's from the bottom of my heart. I want. I should have went back when you said it, but you just, when the body does something. But I always find, and it sounds so, it sounds so simple. But yeah. I found that if you just dance a little bit, yeah. a little dance, yeah. it gets you in a good mood, and it, and it raises everything up. And you're like, okay, I can do. I mean,
0: I dance. It's true. It's a silly ass dance. So check this out. So everything we're describing is in most religious practices, and what what the what that religious practice is saying is to practice this. Religiously, which means consistently. Right. Yeah. That will change your life. Mm-hmm. Practice this religiously. What's that mean? Do these things consistently. And you know, uh, in especially in black churches, there's praise. <laughs> they don't do a little dance. Yeah. They change the whole Somebody say one thing, say, ha. Say doom, 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 do, doom, 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 Why is that? But that's changing your state. Yeah. So even though you might ha- have a bad day, what do they say? Praise. What are they saying? Dance, move your body, speak this script, don't matter what's happening, speak a certain way, move a certain way, make sure you got that that organ player, yeah. just have that motherfucker always <laughs> with <laughs> you. <Yeah. laughs> right? Yeah. And, and, and when you start to do those things, like you said, when you move like that, it changes your state. It don't matter how you feel, you're gonna have a change of state. Here's something that I do with people, let's do it right here, right now. Okay, okay. I need you to be, hang your shoulders, <laughs> I'm going your face like this. Uh, okay, I need, need uh, you make the most sad, depressed, decrepit look you can have. And then say, I am happy. I am happy. Do you feel happy? No. All right, I'm going to have you do something dumb as hell. Okay. Okay. Good. Now I'm going to have you point your right finger up in there. I'm going to have you pump your left hand. And bob up and down in your chair like this, and put a smile on your face, and say, "I am sad. I am sad. I need you to be sad. I'm man. sad. I need you to be sad. I'm a sad motherfucker. Can you be sad? I'm dog? sad. You no, can't, you, you can't, can't be you sad, can't. homie.
1: That's it. That's
0: the vagal nerve vagal reaction.
1: That's beautiful. So I it, mean, it's, it's
0: syncopate. It's syncopating the way that you're moving your body to your emotions and your hormones. You can't. You cannot feel sad while you're doing that, and you can't feel happy while you're doing. Dog. Who was the uh, donkey on Winnie the Pooh? Igor. Yeah, that's cool, uh, bro. You making yourself sad, bro? Quit pouting, homie. You feel me? Do a church dance, bro. Go to a Baptist church real quick. You can't be sad. Okay. <laughs> I know other coaches be confused. <laughs> like, what is going on? It must be they be doing the bug squish dance. Or... So yeah, man. Um, and then objectivizing. So then the last thing that 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 maybe we could really hit on. So people ask me. How do you overcome your fears? Because fear is a state. Yes. Uh, Your fear and your why, and people don't know how to articulate that. We may have talked about this. um, But you got to find something that you value more than your fears, more than your comforts, and then there's one last level, more than your own survivability, more than your own self-preservation. When you find that, then you have found courage. What I mean, what I mean by that, right? Yeah. So you will still have fear. You will not become less afraid, but this thing is more important than whatever it is that you're scared of. Okay. You follow what I'm saying? Yeah. This thing is more important than being comfortable at home. It's like like a kid under the warm blanket. Yeah. I mean, but it's like a kid, like protecting a family, a family yep. member. Yeah. There you go. When you find that thing that you, you'll still be afraid, but you know what? This is more important than my fears. Yeah. Then I I add this. This is more important than my comforts. Why? The comfort food, the comfortable environment, the comfortable social environment. Because why? That'll get you to step out of your comfort zone when the threat is not there because that's how you practice. So you got to step out of your comfort zone while the threat's not there so that you can be ready for when the challenge or the threat is there. Well, that's breaching your comfort zone. But the only way you're going to get up is if you find something that you value more than your comforts. And then the last thing, you haven't really lived until you found something that you would give up your own self-preservation for. When you find that, your fears and perspective will be epically smaller than the courage that you find to go after what you value. The fears will not subside. Your courage will grow stronger. Find something that you value more than your fears, more than your comforts, and more than your own self preservation and your courage will largely outweigh your fears. Will you even know it? Will you even notice the fear though? You will still want to shit your pants and piss <laughs> on yourself. Just like when you compete. Yep. You will. But this thing will will pull you yeah you'll be like you, you'll you be um, you'll be amazed at yourself because you'll still be afraid yeah but 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 your whole being the resilience of your being your state of mind your state and then stack that up on top of these tools we're talking about you will be afraid but you will be more courageous than afraid that's what's important is the ratio right you will never get rid of fear what's important is that you become more courageous than your fear so that being said Incrementalization. So racehorses, say racehorses. They start them with a little bitty bump. Right. Here's another tool. We just we just killing the game today, right? <laughs> uh, so they don't start racehorses on a big ass fucking jump. They start racehorses with a little speed bump. Jumps over the bump. It's like hell yeah. You know what I'm saying? Urgh, you know? <laughs> then they even increase it a little bit. You feel me? Hell yeah! Right? Urgh. Give me another one, cuz okay? A little bit higher. Hell yeah. Then they give it one. And motherfucker try to fold his little legs back. And the little knees hit the power. And then boom, 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 They go, oh shit. That motherfucker scared to jump now. Now the fear is big. So guess what they do? What? They don't send it back to that damn thing where it busts its knees up, bro. They send it back to that little mosquito bite. Really? And then jumps over that. So that's how you tackle your fears. Is you approach it with one little bitty increment. You you make an agreement with yourself to approach the fear or the challenge in the smallest increment that you can tackle and you're willing to tackle. So sometimes you gotta negotiate with yourself, like, well man, I wanna tell that girl, but bro. So I'm gonna just, I'm gonna just walk by her ass and smell her. <laughs> You feel me? <laughs> I'm just playing on that one, but no, no, no. in real life, just right? Being a creeper, yeah, being a creeper, and then, yeah, exactly. <laughs> but in real life, I'm gonna just walk up and say, hey, "Yo, what's up?" Feel me? Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, uh say I'm scared to get on the elevator, so I'll just approach the. So I'm scared of heights, so I approach the elevator. Just get. Well, I can I can at least do that, right? Then I will walk up and then press the button, right? And then. Welcome press a button and the door opens, right? So that happens in martial arts a lot, right? So what happens is people say, Oh, I'll never compete. They say they come in there and they just start hitting the bag. Well man, can I hit some pads now? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Can I do the the technique with the people? in then I mean, can I can I spar a little bit? And next thing you know, they did a competition.
1: Yeah, man. Yes. Yes. I know how that goes. Yes. So so
0: you you or with yourself or with others, you you incrementalize. Just like the boiling frog in the water. You just turn up the heat a little bit. You've got to find something that you're, you you have, have an objective, so you objectivize it. Well, that's what I want. Now you break it down to small increments that you're willing to do. The smallest. Okay. You follow me? Yes. Okay, well, I'm willing to uh, at least do X. I, I can do that much. Yeah. Well, once you do that, what else am I willing to do? There you go back to your questions. You see how you're stacking them? Yes. Now it all makes sense now. Yes, incrementalize incrementalize, ask the right questions. And then guess what? Just like your attention. We talked about that. You fell off. Yeah. Well, you don't get in. Horse, you better get your ass back up there and yeah. jump over that motherfucker. I don't give a fuck about your busted up knee. You feel me? Yeah. Your back broke and everything. You just broke back mountain up in this bitch. <laughs> keep jumping. I feel me? That's how black people do it back. Hey, we ain't going to do it like that today. That's what your daddy and my daddy would have said, right? I hit my head. I was running around the house one day. I said, yeah, I ran around the house, hit the corner of the house, said, BOW! I hit my head. I said, my, my dad said, ah, oh, damn, man. I hit my head on the back of the steps and said, wham! I said, he said, you broke my steps. <laughs> <laughs> Boy, black families, bruh. He said, man, you, you broke my steps, steps homie. <laughs> <laughs> not, not your head, but you <laughs> broke my steps. I said, I, started, I quit crying. That nigga changed my state. <laughs>
1: True story, bro. I believe it, man. God damn. That that
0: that makes so much sense
1: incrementally.
0: So so when your mind gets off track, what do you do, BT? You don't make it jump over the big, you don't try to do this big manifesto you got in your head again. You just yeah. let's just get back on track. You just make it jump over that little bump. Bum, bum, bum. When you fall off, you just, man, I, I got I got flossed three times a day. Hey bro, just make an agreement. I'm a floss, one tooth. <laughs> Bro, I'm not playing. If you get in there, you do one, you'll probably do more. But just make an agreement. I'm willing to do one tooth one time a day. That's it, bro. You feel me? Okay. You don't change your nutrition by changing the whole thing at once. You say, okay, I'll just eat a salad with with greens. I ain't talking about just the the, the lettuce that's just fiber. I'm talking about greens, like kale and spinach. Okay. Yeah. Nasty, right? I'll, I'll do one thing. Just one thing. It's that little hump. And then once you're willing to do that, I'm willing to do one thing with one meal a day. Then you go, okay, I'll add two healthy things or I'll eat a salad twice a day. You follow me? Yes, I okay, do. Okay, well, I'll, instead of drinking 10 Cokes a day, I'm willing to do nine and a half. You just do it by, and then you fall off. You're going to fall off. Yes. You're yeah. going to backslide.
1: Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Yeah. You feel me? Oh Hell yeah. And then when you do
0: that, you, okay, let me go back and just knock down that. That half just one salad okay I didn't I didn't eat all my salads every day for a month guess yeah. what all right let me go back to at least just one salad so incrementalize
1: god damn man that that spoke to me I like I like that incrementalize I like that and in fact I guess I'm on the right path I mean
0: like I said I I I, I got the workout in you know what you I mean I did you did you did your increment I did my increment now here's the thing and the SEAL team just said the only only easy day was yesterday after you accomplish that increment, you just add a little, you don't rest on your laurels, And it could be the smallest increment, progress. And you gonna fail, fail yeah. forward. I failed forward. I tried to do it and I was scared I backed off, but you failed forward, homie. You try mm. to add an increment and you, so you just, you gotta talk to yourself, coach yourself. What am I willing to do? Yes. The smallest, you gotta ask yourself questions. Quit talking to yourself like you, like you Debo. You feel me? You better do this or else. <laughs> You not go, your brain, what would you do if somebody talked to you? Like, man, I ain't doing that. <laughs> you want to catch this fade, on me, <laughs> Right? But that's how we talk to ourselves. Man, get up, get up out of bed. Get, get that shit don't work. How would you, if, if I, yeah. if you, APT, come on, boy, you better get that work here. You seen that dude on uh, Instagram, he real swole. And it's like, yes. somebody be eating yes. pizza. You're, or
1: smoking. Yeah, and he
0: come up. And he'll knock it out of their hand. He say, bye, jump kicker, you better get that work here. You might, you might do his work. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) You might be like, all right. So if you got that character in your mind, here go a funny story. Long time ago. I'm I'm talking too damn much, right? Long time ago, boy, you know, uh, sailors sometimes they go out and do the damn thing all night. Tequila. I can't mess with no tequila, bro. And I woke up the next morning, man. They made us do PT, bro. I'm doing the PT. And I was doing some pull-ups. You got to hit so many. I got to that point where your body want to quit. Yeah. And here's what came out of my, my my mouth. I said, I paused on the pull-up bar, I said, you ever heard the voice of that little man in your head tell you you want to quit? Trying to get you to quit? I was like, fuck you, little man. And I kept doing pull-up. I'm still faded, bro. I was still faded. And it started, like what's wrong with this motherfucker, right? So then we started doing push-ups. I got to about, I got to a hundred, you know what I'm saying? I think the max for that, for that thing is 130. Right? Yeah. I got to hundred. I said, man, little man's back. Little man's back, man. He in my head telling me to quit. Fuck you, little man. <laughs> <laughs> so then we started doing sit ups. You know somebody gotta be holding your feet, right? right. I'm gonna hold my feet counting. One, two, three. <sighs> little man go away. Little man, you ain't got shit over here, little man. Little man, get out of my head! I ain't gonna quit. I, what I was doing in my faded state of mind was trying to control my inner dialogue. <laughs> so I was calling that—I was controlling that bad part of the inner dialogue, little man. You feel me? Dude, Fuck you, I, little man.
1: I, It's—I do that all the time too. Like when that—when it gets—when it gets tough on the bicycle. Yeah. When I like I said, one time I got, I got, a couple of times I got lost or whatever. And I just talked to myself. I go, okay, okay, come on, you can do. It. Like, like today, I go, go, come on, T, come on. And you know, I always remember. Yeah. I ran track one year of yeah. my life, and that was my my freshman year in junior college. Yeah, yeah. And so as long as my, I ran track, and I just remember the coaches, the, the coach. I remember like during practice, he go, "Come on, Brandon, come on, okay. Hey, you gotta have it, Brandon." And I always say that when I'm when I'm when I'm working out and it's yeah. tough. Yeah. I I, I, I self talk out loud. Yeah. I go, yeah. come on, go, come on go. T. Come on T, you there gotta you go. have it T. Yep. We gotta have it T. Yep. And that's what gets me through.
0: I have people do that when I'm teaching them tactically. I have them talk out loud. Yeah. You know what I say to them? What? I say, man, imagine your parents every day said, you know, you ain't shit, you're nothing, right? So if they told you every day that would impact you, right? I say, right. yeah, I said, but, uh, so that's from hearing that, right? I say, yeah, I said, but when you talk out loud, who else hears you? And they're like, well, you do. I'm like, yeah, when you talk out loud, you listen to yourself. That's one of the things that separates us from the primates is that we have self-observation, self-reflection. Mm-hmm. So when you talk out loud, you're hearing yourself. You go, damn, why am I always fucking up? Imagine if your parents said that to you every day. Man, why are you always fucking up? It would fuck you up over time. Yes. But, but you don't. people don't realize they're doing that to themselves. Yes. Out loud yeah. and inside. So you got to control the outer dialogue and the, the inner, inner dialogue. Mouth. And sometimes you can double it up where you're saying it in your head And you can say it out loud so that your subconscious is hearing yourself. Let's go, homie. Let's get it together. You have to coach. When I say coach yourself, your coach has your best interest in in mind for your progression to your success. Right? Yes. So you gotta be your own coach because a lot of times nobody there, nobody's there with you.
1: Bruce Lee said never uh, uh, self-deprecate because uh, your subconscious can't tell the difference. Nope. You know, and and that's what that's what gets me. Like I said, that's what gets me through. And the funny thing about it, when I uh, when I'm riding my bike and it gets tough, I go, yeah. "Come on, quit being a bitch." Come on, nigga. And, and I yeah. swear every time I say yeah. that, I you know what I'm saying. I'm in the middle yeah. of Indiana on a country road, Man, huh? and there's always somebody around. Man, and I go, huh? "Come on, nigga," you got, and I look at it. <laughs> I go, "Fuck." I go, <laughs> How did they how did they see I mean I'm talking country At that bro. moment, bro right and, I go, Fuck. and every time I'll <laughs> self-talk like come on quit being a bitch man quit being a fucking bitch bro come on get come on come on nigga, you being a bit yeah, bro yeah and bro. and I'll be an old lady like well I like wow why wow. I guess he is one he, wow. he called himself one All right, that whippersnapper was a, yeah, he was a young whippersnapper he's a, he's quite
0: confused <laughs> I get it's okay I get called the the, the police I get the police caught on me every day in Plainfield. For what? Man, I might be talking on my earpiece. (laughs) They get a call. There's a deranged black man outside talking to himself, pacing back and forth. Bro, I'm on my earpiece, homie. They think I'm doing what you're doing. (laughs) And you know, because black people talk animated. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And we talk with with vigor and conviction. Yes. But like we was joking about in class yesterday, they think we mad. Yeah,
1: yeah. Yeah.
0: I'm just speaking with conviction. You know what I say? I said, didn't nobody say Leonidas on 300 was angry when he (laughs) said, this is Sparta! Black man say, hey, how you doing? What Man, why you so angry, bro? What's your problem? Damn, homie, I said, what's up? What you mean, what's up? I said, what's up? Bro, you didn't get mad about Leonidas? This is... ah!" Man, he speaks with conviction. What's up, homie? Why you mad, bro? You angry? I can't speak with conviction. But they, they, they didn't have
1: any Bluetooth, though,
0: in Sparta, though. So. You're right, though. So I'd be out there talking like that, though. <laughs> talking to the homie like I'm talking to you. See, like this. I'm like, hey, I, I was like this. Yeah, well, hey, bro, you know what I'm saying? In that church dance yeah, right there like this. Hey, yeah. They'd be like, there's a deranged black man on Washington, East 40. And the... mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Oh, it's Bigby. What's up, Bigby? Mm-hmm. Oh, man, what was that about? Then they finally told me, hey, bro, they be calling on you, homie. Quit talking on that Bluetooth. They think you deranged out there. Come on, bitch. You little bitch. What's wrong with you? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I get it. We got to go, Kenny. Oh, my God. Yes, sir.
1: My man. Homie. Dude, I'm telling you, as always, if you don't feel him after he gets through talking, then something's wrong with you.
0: Hey, bro, it's an honor to be on your show. No. The vibe we got, dog. No. no. I'm
1: loving it. If you don't, if this don't make you want to get up and go, you know what, I need to quit being a bitch and get this done. Real talk. Yeah, I mean that. Hey, sometimes that tough talk is what you need.
0: Sometimes you do have to negotiate with yourself like that. You have to negotiate sometimes with yourself.
1: Sometimes you have to negotiate with yourself like David Gox. Shooter got to shoot. I got that from him. Shooter got to shoot. Hey, whenever you know, like I, I respect the women now with the Me Too movement and all this stuff, and don't be doing. But hey, ladies, shooter shoot. got to shoot. Yeah, hey, you got to ask him out. Yeah, you do. You do. Yeah, hey, you got to. Hold hey, up. be respectful. Ask him out. If they say no. I got you.
0: No problem. Thank you. Hey,
1: good luck with your life. Right. But hey,
0: shooter got to shoot.
1: Right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> hey, this is my man Kenny Bigby. <laughs> <laughs> Tell them they can uh, get in touch with you, Kenny.
0: Man, you can reach me at kennybigbyjunior in the tactical world uh killer b tactical man come hang with us man we just like to get down you know what i'm saying and 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 show up and show out
1: I'm telling you, folks, if you're, if, you're ever in, if you're ever in Indianapolis, come to Plainfield, Indiana. We would love to work out with this. Seriously, Kenny will put you through the paces, and you will feel better afterwards. And as always, Kenny, great to see you, buddy. Oh, Goddamn, I feel mine. better already, man. Hey, I'm in it. See? see I we know. on it, boy. <laughs> I'm hanging with my homie. <laughs> These Kenny Bigby on BT. Thanks so much for watching Tales from a Gemini. And like I say about this time, you know the word. Peace.